3: Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt's holding four pounds of pot, and we have have Joseph Benavides. Joseph Benavidez calls it. It's a fun one. What about Dean Thomas? Oh, Dean Thomas does too. (laughs) That's it. Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out.
0: This is UFC Unfiltered. And now,
3: your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. We have uh, Matt and myself here. Of course, Chris, the producer. Hi. Joseph Benavidez is calling in. He's fighting Sergio Pettis at UFC 225 on Saturday, June the 9th from Chicago at 10 o'clock on pay-per-view. Are tickets on sale or are they just going on sale now?
0: Uh, I'd have to check. I'm not sure.
3: So uh, we have a few things. you are well, you enjoying your cocktail See crunch? What that
2: says? Cocktail crunch. The worst snack mix you could possibly get as far as for health.
3: Max getting a cocktail hey, crunch. It's just
2: awful. It's like a, a total... What if Like if a fat guy went in there and was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll get a six-pack and I'll get the cocktail crunch.
3: Yeah, why'd I do that? I
2: usually come in with a healthier thing.
3: I know it's hard
2: dude. It is hard I did roll this morning, but yeah. go ahead back to the fights
3: We have uh one thing I want to address before I forget yes Jimmy and uh, look social media is what it is Okay, we all deal with good and bad and I don't remember the guy's name who said it So I'm not even I don't care, but uh, we talked about the Hector Lombard fight last oh, week. Oh, you
2: wanted to bring uh, something up about this. Yes, and, and the
3: disqualification Okay, and I said Lombard was wrong for throwing that combination after the belt. <laughs> I know it was a reaction. Of course, it was a reaction. I don't think he was trying to be malicious. And this guy on Twitter is like, Yeah, it was good to hear you bashing Hector Lombard. We need to get you in a cage. And it's like, Ugh. you know, it's such a stupid thing to say. Like, first of all, I wasn't bashing Hector Lombard. Would I like Hector that? Lombard. I love watching him you, fight.
2: Why would you even address that? Because I think that's that what it, I hate about Twitter. I'll tell you, you why. Feel like you have to address things yeah. because you know people totally get you wrong. And I'm like, I don't, I know, I was like, I have to explain myself that it's fucking. Nimrod. Here's why:
3: it's not even about him. It's about the fact that there are people who think that stupidly. Yeah. And the fact is, like, first of all, saying get you in the cage that means like if you don't do the sport, that's like saying if you if you uh, when you watch football, if you see a guy get tackled out of bounds and penalized, and you're like, yeah, that guy should have got penalized. That's like some idiot going, well, whoa, I guess we ought to get you out there in a football uniform. Yeah. <laughs> right. Whoa, sorry, I can't comment because I don't fight. Find- yeah. And it wasn't like I was questioning Hector Lombard's courage. Yeah. Then you'd say that. Like if I was saying, oh, Hector Lombard looks like he's scared, then you might go, let's get your ass in the cage. But I wasn't. I was saying that the bell rang. I get why he did it. I don't think he's a dick for doing it. I think it was just, but you still can't do it. And, I, I, and the whole fucking arena noticed it. And you know who else noticed it? The referees and I, Joe can Rogan. I, can
2: I say something? You sure I know can. that I know that every single person, I'm sticking with this. And i watch. I watched it several times. I know it looks like yeah, it was a conscious, a conscious choice that he chose to throw it. I and I know the whole arena. Everybody saw it, and everybody's super close. Joe Rogan was right. He was. He could almost reach out and touch him. Sure. But nobody. Now that doesn't mean. Oh well, you don't fight. You don't talk. No, that's stupid. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. But I'm saying there's only two guys fighting in there. And when someone kicks you to reaction, and in there it's a, I'm, it's a do or die. It's I'm gonna, hurt. I have to. It's the hurt business. I gotta hurt this guy. This guy's trying to hurt me. I have to hurt him. I have to put him away. So when I, I understand if the bell rings and you're like, oh, but I know the counter. I feel when that thing went. I think he was in the moment, and I really don't think that. I think he was, well, as he was doing that kick, he knew the one two's coming right down the pipe. Like He knew it. He goes, I'm gonna boop, and it's, as the bell rang. I, I think it was, I forgot, I think it was Big John. I don't want to quote him if it wasn't, but I, some, I think he was saying how he puts his hand in between immediately. No, it wasn't Big John. The, I, I don't I know. It was a black ref. I I would, no, I would look into that.
0: Who was refing that fight? No, yeah. no,
2: I'm not, no, it wasn't oh, it. No, oh, it wasn't oh, him in the fight. Oh, okay, no, no. Okay. He was saying, he was in an interview saying that I know when the bell rings, I put my arm in between the sure. fighters, and that's how we know that he yeah. shouldn't be how many feet away when yeah, these fair guys enough. are still going. Because you're in the middle of the fucking battle for your life. No, no. Well, you know, I mean, that's how serious it but, is, though. But, but,
3: but I'm not saying that he did it on purpose. Like, no. I'm, I'm not okay. saying I, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I'm sure it was just a reaction. Yeah. Like, I, that's why I said I'm not saying Hector Lombard's a dick. No, no, but it's still
2: stupid. The guy on Twitter telling you, "Oh, he's getting in the cage." in the kid. Because the bottom
3: line is it's the stupidest thing ever. You can't do any more than I understand when a guy gouges an eye. Yeah, I get it because you're in a fight. No, no, but you, no, that's but not, you can't I don't do it. No, no, no. But I mean, that's if, not the same thing at all. though. If you're in a fight. Yeah, I understand. And there's an instinct in a fight. Yeah, it's hard to tell a guy you've been hit. Don't strike back in a millisecond because the bell rang. But the bottom line is, everyone, everyone, those are rules that you have yeah. to obey because a guy can get fucking hurt badly. I 100 understand, but I feel that it wasn't a conscious. I, yeah, the whole eye gouge thing is a
2: totally different
3: fucking. But even if it's not conscious, altogether. even That's if it's, a guy who doesn't
2: know the way out and he's doing illegal
3: shit, because it's like grabbing somebody's fucking balls. Say it's say it's not conscious, and I I believe you. I yeah. I don't think you're wrong about that. Yeah. But he still did it. It's yeah. almost like well, I mean, I mean, it's he
2: did it in the action. I understand the the bell rang, but I felt like, in other words, if that bell didn't ring, it was the same combo that's like that put that dude like Cb Dalloway didn't put his fucking guard down and got hit. I don't give a fuck what you say. He threw that kick and then he and Hector came back with the proper uh, def- uh, response and. Uh, you know, maybe he just proper counter. It, 100%. See CB Dolly, watch it again. Let's watch it again. CB Dolloway didn't do that kick and say, all right, oh, that's the bell. I'm relaxed now. Oh, shit, he hit me. No, he
3: threw the kick.
2: He got fucking dropped.
3: Sure. And, that's two, and where two, I mean, dude, two seconds earlier. That is, yeah, no, I understand. Uh, an absolute. Let's watch it again. Maybe I'm way to fuck off. But if you're, if, I, you're, hey, if you're choking someone, yes. and the bell rings, are you allowed an extra one second of squeezing? Cause no, they're about to go no, out. No, but usually, but if it's in the fight and you're in the fight, usually the
2: ref will put his hands on sure, you. Sure, sure. So this ref, maybe it's the ref's fault. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't jump in there. I don't feel it's the same thing as when Jermaine uh, may fought Holly. Yes. Why are you smiling? Because you I, tripped on Jermaine. I did not. Jermaine. Wait, Jermaine. Fuck You're try.
3: fucking me up. I always try. <laughs> I always try. <laughs> Jermaine Durandamay <laughs> I suck. See, See you know, I, th- it- I thought it was
0: <laughs> close to that, though. Honestly, like, and I've seen a obviously not as many fights as you, but I've seen a bunch yeah. of fights. I, to
2: me, this felt
0: late. So yeah. it felt Bobby, super listen. late.
2: Yeah. And, hey, and the thing is, maybe I just look out for the guys on the 5'9. I don't know. No
3: one's saying that he's a bad guy for doing it. <laughs> maybe if it was it. Stefan Struve, I'd be like, fuck that guy. He, I'm, I'm not saying like, he should be fucking thrown out of fighting. <laughs> I like to have fun. But I, I disagree really do with that guy on that Twitter. Way. You don't have to be a fighter to go, look, he threw a late combination. It wasn't even one punch, Matt. It was a late. Co- it wasn't like his hand was kind of cocked and going. So it was a Jimmy, combination. You know how much, you
2: know how much I, I really miss being on Twitter? I don't miss that shit at all, at all. Oh God, do I not miss that? So, so many nice people though. I miss that. I like positive shit. Sure. Uh, Excuse me. I don't. uh, That's another thing. I mean, why do you have to belch? You know what? Why not? I'm sorry, everybody. But uh, let's, because it's rude and disgusting. Yeah. You ready for this? I'm I'm, ready. There's sounds today. Let's go. Oh, this sounds. Oh, I like that you only started with 45 seconds left. Oh, he's no, it was 20 seconds. Make it
3: bigger, Chris. No, no I'm pointing at my dick. that
2: right. <laughs> All right, there's a <laughs> 10
3: second mark right now. Yeah, Chris loves to start a fight in the middle. I
2: know, it's so great. Just <laughs> watch this. Okay. now let, let me see. Kick, boom. Ah! Yeah, he threw that shit. I don't think. I see what threw- you're saying.
0: The, le- the, the left landed. Right at the bell. So he's in the I middle mean, of throwing that. Comp- I understand. Wait. wait, was he in the
3: middle of that? Watch comp- it again. Let's, Hold see, it on, let's see. 45 yeah. seconds left. I won't look at Now, both of those punches landed after the bell. Both. The right both landed after the bell. Let me see it again
2: one more time. I want to see if his leg even got back to the floor after that kick. They do see. land
0: after the bell, but I. See now more Matt saying the right lands yeah. and then the left yeah. lands, but it, it is a it they're is both
3: a coming out in professor one. Professor Producer, press the fucking. <laughs> Only
2: <button. laughs> kidding. Let me. see. I like this <laughs> shit. Man like... Body, right back.
3: No, I no way. No way. I don't know. No, you watch, watch, watch it. it. I just watched it again.
2: I'm good. I watched it. I more know, like, yeah, one time. more time. Last One more time.
3: Done.
4: <laughs>
2: it seems like it's late. It does, <laughs> but it was of the.
3: It. I don't. It was in the. I don't. I still feel. The first one different. If he had just thrown that one Mm. short right, but then the followed up that was late, man. He was in the midst of battle. Yeah, like again, I'm not questioning Lombard. No, I know. I I, I just, I just think it was a late thing. And and bottom line is, you can't do it. Let's think. Let's 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 find out what Dean Thomas thinks. (laughs) Why?
2: What? I would love to know what Dean Thomas thinks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> call Dean Thomas, please. Does he train Lombard? Oh, shit. I'm lightheaded. Um, yes, okay. he does. Was he there? It has nothing to do with anything, but I miss him. I do, too. Let's call Dean Thomas and see what he thinks about the heck the long... I think we should. Should we just call him just... Pass- Pass- and, you the- know he does improv. This is improv. Let me rephrase we're this. Go, we're going to do it right now. The boss wants Dean Thomas. Uh, you know what? Fuck that shit. Call Dean Thomas. The boss wants him. And let's ask him about some topics and get him involved with this show. All right.
3: I like my friend Dean Thomas I love Dean Thomas
2: You know I see you a lot Jimmy If I didn't see you I'd be harassing you more Dean Thomas We gotta get him involved Dude, like, He likes to get
3: involved I enjoy Ga- Dean very much I
2: loved I Last time I uh, <laughs> I think Phoenix was in here I saw Dean put a Did horrible, you like her
3: jokes? <laughs> leave
2: Phoenix alone I felt bad about that Why? I, and I, Cause I don't know Cause I said I made fun of one of our jokes You
3: felt even worse Than an Italian grandma Making pasta <laughs> on a Tuesday? <laughs> 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 but, uh, i felt so listen. bad if i felt uh, any worse i'd have been like an old lady laying there hey, oh is this is this the great dean thomas, thomas? it is the
2: great dean thomas what's up let me tell you something hey uh, first of all we're talking about some some topics and we're you're on air by the way don't yeah. say it, don't say anything. Uh-oh. don't say anything embarrassing clean up your act right right, away. I'm, I'm I'm letting you know. but listen to me i go you know what out of the blue I go. Let's call Dean Thomas about this. Out of the fucking this. blue. When I said and- let's hey, listen, what was it? Listen, when I said let's call Dean Thomas, I'm not gonna. I'm not throwing these guys under the bus. They love you, but they kind of hesitated and gave me a double take. Like, why the fuck are we calling Dean Thomas? No,
3: that's not true. Man, hold on, that's man. A total lie. Hold on now. Dean, that's a lie. Here's why we looked at Matt because uh, Matt said we were talking about the Hector Lombard fight and the late hit, and Matt's going. Let's see what Dean Thomas thinks. And so I'm thinking, well, was he involved in a way I didn't know? It, just, it was the connection to the fight that nothing I was to, Nothing to do with anything. Okay, well, that's I, what I, I was in I actually miss
2: you. I haven't seen you in a while. and it's, it's, it's weird. I, I know, man. And I call you every once in a while. You don't answer
5: your phone. I'm busy, I Dean. I like, like to keep
2: it. I know that. It, I treat our relationship like when I treat Chris, the producer, when I first get in the studio and he wants to talk about a fight. That's how I relate. I like to keep everything for the air. Yeah. So I like to tell the world that I miss you when I don't see you. And how about this, guys? <laughs> I know this guy misses me because he posted an old picture of us fighting where we both look in shape. And he's like, oh, we've been kicking it back in the day. He said something really kind not, not so witty, but kind of witty, you know, kind of funny. But listen, <laughs> hey, but listen, why do you show me kicking you with my fucking toes and I look like an asshole? Because that was the only time you made contact <laughs> with me. fucking, fucking bullshit. No, you, like you did some shit. That you, you gave me credit. After we fought, you go, I don't know why. Well, first of all, even when you gave me credit, it was like a, it was almost like a horrible, um, it was almost like a, a, like a dig at me. Dude, <laughs> hold on. You what know, I they? remember when we, after we fought, you go, I, listen to me, you're going to remember this. You go, we were sitting there, you go, man, and this is after they overturned the decision, but <laughs> you go, man, I don't know why they say you can't strike. You, uh, you, you know, you, 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 you my leg hurt, my leg's killing me. Do you remember? Oh, did, hold say, on, do you remember did saying did it. that? Yeah, yeah, you remember Whoa. saying it.
5: What's that was wrong with you that? Me. That's, That's a horrible me and you picture. You cut me with your toenail. Look, they're,
2: <laughs> they're putting the picture up that you put up there. What's
3: wrong with Matt? There's nothing wrong with doing dainty you know ballet in the middle of this the ring.
2: This is why, because you're supposed to hit with your shin. So
3: what? You take with your and toes.
2: Dean, Dean put a picture of him playing peekaboo. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but um, <laughs> so he's leaving the leg wide open, but uh. He might have been that's might have it might have been after he jabbed me like fucking twenty times already. So I'm doing I'm trying to kick him from too far away. My distance when they talk about like measuring your distance, that's I'm way off. <laughs> nice picture to put up with the world, fucking asshole. So but anyway, Dean, can- actually, I put no, it up there because you had abs. I did have uh, abs, yeah, dude. I, it made me so. Then it made me depressed even more because I don't have those anymore, and I'm kicking off. You still
3: look good. Thank you, thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> um, so Dean, what did you think of this Hector Lombard uh, fight? We have different takes on it here.
5: Damn, that's a good question. Honestly, honestly, I thought it was late. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't had no problem with it. Like you could kind of know when you hear the bell to stop. Mm-hmm. And plus, you get a ten second warning. I mean, it's oh, not like right. I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get, they clap when 10 seconds left in the round. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you kind of know That's the, a great the point. round of 10 is that. over. That's a great point about the 10 I seconds. I said
3: that.
2: You never said that. Jimmy. I was talking
3: to a friend of mine. I said that. Wait, what friend do you? Not, nah, he wasn't in studio. It was just a buddy of mine. <laughs> Jimmy's trying to take your point. <laughs> That's Jim, a good point. That is, a, that is, first of all,
2: uh, that alone. Warrants this phone call, Chris the producer.
0: Yes, Can you, not, you it. not fight me when I want to call Dean Thomas? You know what? When Jim said that you were fired, I suggested we get Dean Thomas in.
3: That no, was no, the no. first person he suggested. <laughs> Matt was late one day and I went on and callously announced that he had been fired and how we were forging ahead. And boy, were people angry <laughs> for five minutes till he came in.
2: Yeah. Dean Thomas. Do you know what yeah, makes man. Do, Dean Thomas, you know what makes me angry? What's that? Injustice. Yes. No that's true but also when you post on your Instagram like uh, like you're really happy about don't improv- about a fucking improv and you're not even in the improv <laughs> it's a bunch of your, your your buddies and I don't know one, one guy standing up and he has a question to, they all put their thumbs either up or down I have something to do when you do that you know what I want to do I fucking <laughs> hate it so much I read that do you remember the text I gave you the second I fucking read that do you remember yeah what did you You were going to punch me in the face? I fucking hate, <laughs> I instantly hated you. I wanted to unfriend you for my life. But I got over it. Then I, well, I, over it. Then I get, over to get over it. Because you got such a good sense of humor, and then you. It's like when my wife watches the like uh, the who line is it anyway, and they're fucking. I hate it. I want to run into traffic.
5: Who cannot, line is it anyway? Who's line is it? Who's line? <laughs> fucking Jimmy. Hey, Jim, don't tell Jim. Tell him all the great. Not all the greats, but a lot of comedians do improv. Jim, sir, Steve Carell does, did improv all the great Tina Fey they all come from improv
3: they, yeah I, it's a hard thing to master like uh, you know who's the best I've ever seen on it? it was Amy Poehler Amy Poehler I watched her at UCB one night and she was amazing great bad improv stinks good improv is really fucking hard to do when you mm-hmm. watch guys who are good at it it's like wow yeah cause they're funny but they're not yeah. cheesy they keep it going very hard to do I fall apart and I go right into dick jokes yeah. I stink at improv <laughs> <laughs> I, I can improv funny lines, but I'm bad in a scene like that. I admire it if, if it's good, but if it's bad, it's like kill worthy.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I, know, no I've done a lot of bad of it.
2: Sure, we all have. Because Dean Thomas is a funny guy.
3: Yeah. And they, well, maybe your improv's
2: good. I. You, the thing you liked the other day, I I hated it but listen enough of that enough of that so that's what you think about hector H- stay with us for at least another topic okay yeah one more topic. yeah, yeah what's up one hey, more topic up? chris the producer pick a good topic topic that, I, topic I, that my buddy dean Thomas. i do have an about. interesting
0: topic actually now that you mention it what uh amanda nunez cyborg dana was talking about potentially putting that fight together you obviously train amanda and you've worked with her in the past any uh Anything doing on that front? Or have you discussed that with Amanda?
5: Yeah, I talked to her about it yesterday. She really wants to fight Cyborg. But I almost got a feeling that, you know, when Cyborg called her out the other day, I feel like Cyborg was just kind of, um, I think she was just excited to, from winning that fight. I don't think she really meant it. Why you not? You saying? I don't know. For some reason, I don't know if she really meant it. Because you know how, like, after you win a fight, you're like, man, I'll take on the world. I want to fight everybody. I don't know But that. it's just kind of funny to me. Timmy <laughs> doesn't know that. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's Go just kind of funny to me that, like, prior to the fight, she was like, nah, you know, she wasn't all that enthusiastic about fighting Amanda. But then after the fight, she was like, yeah, I want to fight Amanda. Right. So I, I almost feel like she's just kind of like, you know. I, he, I don't know. I know what's going on right now,
2: guys. Dean Thomas is trying to... He, this is what this is what they, we call this... You're trying to call cyborgs bluff. Is that what you're... Dean Thomas, is that what you're yes. trying to do?
5: Yes, I'm calling her bluff. You're, you're saying bluff. she
2: doesn't really want to fight, Amanda? Oh, wow. I'm
5: not being a shit right Come on. <laughs> no, I don't... No, <laughs> no. Like put I'm, not the saying that. I'm, just, I'm not saying that she doesn't want to fight her or that yeah. she's afraid to fight her. All I'm saying is that I feel like she was excited after her win. So maybe she had
3: that little bit of a post-fight high, you're saying. Basically, you're saying yes. Cyborg wouldn't have the courage to fight Amanda. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is that post-fight, people just say whatever. You say a bunch of dumb stuff because adrenaline is running. But I think when the adrenaline comes down, she's going to sit down and go, I don't even know if I want yeah, to fight. Maybe i fight on my own. But who <clears> else <throat> is she going to <throat> fight?
2: <throat> yeah, but or Dean Thomas. She knows. Uh, you think she's surprised that she's going to be getting in- interviewed by fucking Joe Rogan? Of course she knows that's going to be going down. I mean, she's going to be confident that she was going to win that fight, of course. You know, and... uh so she knows the mic's gonna be in front of her. So I believe she had Amanda's name already on her mind.
3: Yeah, I don't and know how do you great. think?
2: I know you're gonna be biased, dude. You can't help it because that's your that's your that's sure. your fighter, right? How do you how yeah. do you think how do you think Amanda st- stylistically matches up with her?
5: So I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna be biased. Here. I'm gonna be honest. I do like I like. Being honest, I can't say that Amanda's going to win 100%. Like, that's a stupid thing to say. But what I will say is that Amanda matches up well against her just based on her athleticism and her skill set. See, a lot of these other girls can't match uh, her athleticism. They can't match Cyborg's athleticism. They're just not fast enough, strong enough, you know, big enough. But Amanda is extremely athletic. So just on her athleticism, she won't be at a disadvantage. And she has the skill to back it up. So I feel like... She matches up well and it's gonna be and I feel like it'll be a great fight. And I think that's why we want the fight, just you know, to make history. It's not because a man is like, Yeah, I'm gonna go out there and kick her ass she wants to make history. She wants right. to be a double champion. So I just feel like that's why that's why we want this to happen. It's not because we're calling Cyborg out or we don't like Cyborg. No. It's nothing to do with that.
2: Not to mention, she did just get taken down. I mean, you have to look at this these things strategically. Amanda's got some nice takedowns. I mean, she's got you know, look what she did with Cat uh, in the beginning of that fight, and and she gets takedowns. You know, she has nice good trips off the clinch and whatnot. She gets on top of Cyborg. It could be a different story. I mean you know, we've seen her just taken down by a, a lighter fighter, you know, because I think Amanda, yeah. you know, and she's got those, you know, she's got long arms, she's good with some those trips. That's I don't know, it's an interesting fight all around.
5: Yeah, and Amanda's just, she's just, even if we take athleticism out the of it, I mean, she's just better than those other girls yeah. that Cyborg's beating up on. Yeah. I How, mean, you yeah. know, she's just better. Hey,
2: listen, how's uh, the champ's shoulder? How's Ty- Tyrone Woodley's Tyron shoulder?
5: Well, you know, you know, it, it, I can't talk about it because you got to watch all his stuff that he does. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to watch, you oh. know, the Champ Life and all that. good nah, I'm just kidding. Nah, oh, does he do, do that, that shit? Where,
2: where, where is that stuff? <laughs> no, plug it. Stop, I'm not. Man, I'm so saying stop. plug it. No, nah, nah, what does he do, motherfucker? So, I mean,
5: you know, he no, no. Nah, nah, he <laughs> has his own like little network where he does. It's called the Champ Life. Okay. And he films himself going around, and when he's in camp, it's called Champ Camp. But That's right now, it's Champ Life. He films himself going around, doing all his movie stuff and good, hanging out man. with celebrities and rehabbing. Uh, Dee, why but, do you think? Yeah,
3: people, a lot of people don't like Tyron. Why do you think that is? I I I think he's a nice guy. Why why does he not get a lot of as much love as I think he should get?
5: Well, one he's he's not all that relatable to people. I mean, you know, as as a funny. society, we, what yeah, do you real, mean? Real talk, I mean, he's not all that relatable to people. I mean, he's a he's a wealthy black man that speaks his mind. I mean, people don't like that. I mean, it's what happens when uh you know you know people didn't like Cam Newton when Cam Newton was act, you know was was loud and brash. People just don't like wealthy black wealthy large black men to speak their mind. Well, Matt and
3: Christopher always talk about how much they don't like that. It doesn't bother me at all, but they constantly say it. <laughs> Well, you think
2: you
5: think it's all racial? Then you think it's just because he's a wealthy no, black guy? It's not. It's not. It's not all racial. I mean, the thing. I mean, we, we gotta let's keep it real. You know, when presidents are, are, you know, when when you're, you know, when there's a when there's a debate or whatever, presidents wear a certain color tie to appeal to a certain demographic. We can't. We Power can't try colors. to hide the fact. That, yeah, we can't. We can't hide the fact that. Our skin color has something to Dean, do with Dean how we We can't hide that
2: fact. Dean Thomas, why is the angel food cake the good, the, the white
4: cake?
3: <laughs> <laughs> why is the devil? And I the see. Devil it. Food. I'm picking up what you're putting down,
5: Dean Thomas. Absolutely. You're on this.
3: Uh, you're on this. <laughs> why is white magic good and black magic bad? Uh-ha!
5: That's what I'm saying.
3: In those cowboy movies, why does the black
2: hat guy got to be the villain? And uh, I'm with you. hey Dean. Listen. Very eye opening. I'm so happy we called you. It just went downhill fast. I didn't know you were going to get. I listen. Hey, listen, Malcolm X. We got to go. <laughs> Stop man. Listen. You know me, man. I don't pull that. I don't pull that. I'm just. I'm just stating the fact. They might be I don't right. I, mean, I, don't, I ignore that stuff. I ignore yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it is true, we're friends. I don't look. I don't look at color with you, Dean
3: Thomas. Yeah, Tyron, uh, That's what I'm saying. Like you got to. You got to ignore it though. Also, sometimes you know Tyron may be a more to himself guy. Or, or a I, I don't know because yeah, I always wonder like, how come people don't like him as much I don't know.
5: Dean pulled the right away
3: hold on don't forget John Jones the black guy who's got a lot of money who speaks his mind people love John Jones that is very right. Yeah, but,
5: but John Jones but here's the thing though but John Jones is a lot more relatable because John Jones doesn't come off like he's he's like he's like great you know I, my sister-in-law once said to me like, oh well, look at Tyron he acts like he's better than everybody and She said that just, like, not knowing really, Tyron, but just of, like, what he kind of puts out there. You know, like, he kind of puts that out there. But John Jones doesn't. John Jones can't because he's a, you know, he's kind of a a drug addict and he's steroids and he's running pregnant ladies over. So he comes off as human. All right, how about this? people can relate to that.
3: Floyd Mayweather. Now, a lot of people hate Floyd, but a lot of people love Floyd. Floyd Mayweather. black people
5: do. Um,
3: (laughs) A lot of white people like Floyd, too. Snoop Dogg likes him. Yeah,
2: uh but you know what done? i mean
3: like i'm trying to think is it because tyrant you don't see Tyron's humor maybe that's what it is you don't see him having fun a lot and i'm sure he does but maybe people just don't see it as much no
5: i don't know yeah that's too. that's too. i mean it, there's a lot of different reasons like don't get me wrong like I, sometimes it comes off as if like we're saying all oh, people don't like him because he's black because i don't believe that i don't believe that for a second i just think that's one of the elements that makes him un- less relatable Mm,
3: very people like Ronda Rousey, guy with who's bad at examples. People <laughs> like people like Jermaine Duran, eh? People like uh, Holly Holm. You know. <laughs> nothing to do with what we're talking. You about. know,
2: but I mean, listen. Another thing is sometimes it could take a certain fight or no. He's a he has he has great fights, but it will take a certain moment where people. It just starts changing. I mean, look at uh Daniel Cormier. I mean. There was a time where he wasn't very likable. The crowd may be doing him. They still don't yeah. like him. I don't think so, really. Well, yeah, but I they, thought like they like him, him, they they now. Like him more. I, I always liked him. Compared I, to Jones, they yeah, don't. Well, first of all, I like Woodley, too. I get along with everybody. I like Pretty, pretty much, I get along with Well,
0: everybody. Tyron's a few fights removed from knocking out Robbie Lawler. He has a couple yeah. of fights against Wonderboy that, you know, now in retrospect, you look back, they weren't, super exciting fights yeah. because they the kind of the first one had a couple of uh, they, they, for sure they, but they canceled each other out and then the Maya fight he got hurt and it was sort of but, but I think
2: we're talking about his likability no but that's not, what not I'm his, saying not his, uh, not his power
0: if he gets back in there and knocks somebody out in the first round like you know St. You know,
2: of true. had a lot of decisions and, and you know even though he looked fucking amazing his last fight yeah. but alright listen groundbreaking stuff Dean Thomas so good to talk well, man, to you I- plug something before we go well I got nothing to plug man I got listen <laughs> I, I got nothing to plug, Matt, Sarah. I'm I, just trying to do my thing. I know. Listen, I mean, we, we, I can't say where we're going to be hanging out, but we're going to be doing the show again soon. I'm going to be seeing you very soon, and we're going yeah, to well. we're going to catch
3: up. We're going to have a good time. Are you in Florida now?
5: Yeah. yeah, I'm in Florida now. The weather's nice. I feel bad for you guys. I know y'all got that damn snowstorm. So no sorry snow, about
3: that, but it's just freezing. It, it sucks. It, yeah. It's freezing. Yep.
5: Well, yeah. I got to tell you, it's like eighty. It's like eighty degrees here. You know, I'm in shorts wow. and a t-shirt, and I'm loving every second of it. So screw you guys.
2: Listen, we might be going someplace nice, and I'm doing... I'm, can I tell you something right now? I'm too chubby for this, this trip, Dean Thomas. We'll, we'll talk more <laughs> often. You're here, going to really? Samoa. We're going someplace...
1: <laughs> we're
2: going to a place I can't wear a jacket, Jimmy. And it's like... And over here, it's, you know, I have to wear a jacket so I can be a little extra, like, you know, kung fu panderish. Anyway, all right, listen, Dean Thomas, man, I'll talk to you later on, buddy. Hey, uh, I'll, hey man, thanks for calling, man.
5: I'll catch up with you guys. All right, all right see you, Dean. All right, all right, The, see the great you. Dean Thomas. Yeah,
2: I like Dean. Thomas. So no, listen, he, listen. I like. Good him. egg. He's a he's a fun dude to talk to and, and to hang out with. He I'm is. A, I, a lucky guy. I'm a lucky guy, Jimmy.
3: Who else is he training?
2: I don't fucking pay attention to that. But listen, I fucking, I like to hang out with the guys. All I know. Yeah. And the guy could. Uh, he cuts nice. He, he's, he's a hell of a barber. He has that to fall back on if all else fails. Does he cut his hair? He cut my hair on season five. That's how, we, that's how we bonded. Well, back in the day, I used to have a, a fade, a money fade. Season four of The Ultimate Fighter, look at my, my fade. It doesn't look like much. You'd be like, oh, you have no hair. It was a, it was a nice fade, very tight, and it, it gave me confidence. If it wasn't for Dean Thomas giving me that money fade every week, I don't know how You I feel confident done. with your
3: hair, dude? You see feel what are you looking at? I think a, a lot, lot of fighters of do, right? Like Perry Look was talking on
2: about that. at season four. What is season four? The other, I'm not, I'm not fucking, uh, fucking Thor or anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking <laughs> <laughs> Even though he got a haircut in the new one. That that Did Thor, Thor Ragnarok. What a great movie. Why so much fun. The Thor has to do what he has to do. All right, that's me. Go to season four. Look at those fucking Thor eggs. has fucking hair. Look at those pictures. Yeah, look, hair, yeah. look at those pictures right there. Look at that guy. Look at that. Was well, that a crew that a, a fade?
3: That fight.
2: wasn't a great fade because I was in I was in Vegas for a couple of weeks before that fight. That no, go to another one. Go crew to... Go card. to you're going to the worst one. Anyway. Yeah, where is it? another token Get, to, another get me in the house on season four. This is, That's all I need to
3: see. Let me see a face.
2: You can actually play a video. It's on UFC. I on know. Court. He
3: doesn't want to watch your videos. Why don't you
2: watch a video? Why you not want fucking, to match video? Can, can I suplex uh, Shoni Carter on here? How come you don't like Chris? <clears> I mean, Excuse uh, me, everybody.
3: That's not me. Oh, I'll get it.
2: I'll get all right. It. I know.
3: Hey, Chris, do you get the video? up? <clears throat> uh, okay. <laughs> well, you look <laughs> no, at the pictures, Chris. He's
2: got the Dalloway fight on it. All right.
3: Yeah. Chris, you want to watch that again?
2: Yeah, that's right that's right. Oh, my All right, God. Jimmy. Jesus so, Christ. Jimmy, you don't gotta go. Oh, there's there. Hey, go ahead. put on a fight. Why not? Play a fight. Not the last one, please. Me and Pete Spratt, my good buddy Pete Spratt. Ah, so his so brother Jack was a friend of mine. Uh, Jack Spratt. There we go. It's a terrible joke. Who's Jack Spratt?
0: There's a Shony Carter: I should fight. be killed
3: for that joke,
2: huh? Oh, there we go. Is he a, a, a uh, is he a famous person? It's an awful joke. Why? I, mean, I can't. I, I can't. But who's the guy?
3: Jack Spratt when he's not eating fat. What is that? Jack Spratt was eating fat. It's A famous nursery rhyme. Is it yeah.
0: really? His wife could eat no
2: lean. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. go down memory lane. <laughs> Jack <Okay>. Spratt. you gonna be able to see me strike. Oh, that's Pete Spratt. Yeah. I like Pete Spratt. He's in Texas. He's still teaching martial arts. He's a stud. He is an athletic Movo. We don't gotta watch the whole fight, but just look at my hair. See, I got, I got like a money fade. It's like tight to Wait, my a head. A
3: fade? That's a crew cut.
0: No. Well, on the
2: side, it's no, a little it's not. Shorter. Actually, that might be... That's the exact might, same length everywhere. Actually, I was like the last guy to fight on this season. Look at it right there. It's tight. Look at skinny Matt, my that's faces. 100%. Look at, that. look at those eyes. Fucking Matt, pit bull. it's not a you don't fade. Think it's I'm, a crew cut. You don't think I have I'm, a fade right now. You don't now. think I'm ready to fucking go to battle? I'm not saying you don't huh? look good physically. I'm saying you don't have a fade. Me. It works out for me. Yeah. Can I tell you about this game? Is such a heartbreaker. It's a crew if, cut. If I was... He did a knee in the beginning of that fight that if I was an inch... An inch or two. Um, my head's getting decapitated. He threw a fucking knee, Jim. Let me see it. Jimmy, the plus play. It's a fast fight. You don't have to watch the whole
3: thing. Make it big, Chris. I'll watch it.
2: Hey, listen to me. What do we? we got how hey, skinny Dana is?
3: He I know. still looks good. The boss looks good.
2: I know. I, it, Dana's listen, still skinny. I got so tight with the guys on my team, Team Mojo, on this uh, Ultimate Fighter Season 4. You can watch on... Fight pass, UFC fight pass, right? Oh, this is big,
3: John. Oh, this is big John, John. John is a little fatter there too.
2: Yeah, well, there you go. We slap hands. Now he knows I want to get him down, so I try to disguise it with a. Uh... Once I know I can't get him down right away, I try to punch my way in. He's very explosive. Yeah, so I got the high kick for a little guy. Look, I fake low, bah. I miss him though. <laughs> but that made him think. Now look at when he got. Look when I go in. I try to time my entry. But he look at the knee he throws. It's right. It's coming up right now. Wow. Uh, ready, Oh yeah. Wow imagine He caught you that, in his shoulder It like it, He like grazed me <laughs> Did he catch you in the face Forward it a little bit If you can Just see the ending Did he, did he catch Dude, Imagine that if, if that would have landed Jimmy Jimmy if that would have landed I'm, I'm taking out
0: You know what body.
4: that
2: looks like In a weird way Weidman Romero It came very
4: That's
3: close That's true close. If, if that knee lands I'm doing this with someone else if You're doing this thing With uh, Pete Spratt <laughs>
2: ahead, It's almost there But now look Is at he the, a black belt Now this is why You want to get mounted is No a, No his, his his he was very dangerous. He beat Robbie Lawler Lawler one time. Took his legs out. Very good, very dangerous striker. One of the best, I'd say, at striking, to ever grace the octagon. He's that, really? Yeah, he's he's very good. I think he's very good. I mean, I mean, but his his big downfall was the ground. Like you know what I mean? Like this position. Like you sure. notice, he doesn't have a lot. He's trying to kind of hold on. You know what I mean? Once I get cross side position you basically don't want to go back to half guard. You want to improve your position to mount. And you want to still go for mount. This is what I'm talking about in submission grappling. A lot of guys do not want to get mounted because, all right, the guy gets a little space and get on your legs. But once you get mounted in a real situation or, in, obviously, in an MMA fight, that's where you're going to be doing all your striking from and the guy cannot strike effectively back. And it opens everything up. We're, once you, know you I mean? get mounted? Mounted. You want to get mounted. That's this, the position you want. This is
0: 235 into the first round, by the way.
2: Yeah, well, it's a, I'm about to mount him now, look. Wait, so go. he wants to get mounted? No, I want to get mounted, the guy on top. Oh, okay. So, like, watch. I'm going to mount him in a, in a heartbeat.
3: Here. Oh, you're saying get my, yeah. I understand. You okay. want to? No, yeah, you don't want to be mounted. I'm sorry. Were, no, you, right, were you, sorry. You, you trying want to, to get
2: a crucifix the there, potentially, position. with that? No, he was very tight that it was hard to play... Like, he was trying to... I, I you mean get mounted position? Over. Yes, you want okay. to get mounted position. You don't want to be mounted. I
3: thought I misunderstood.
2: I'm, I might have said it wrong. Now you're in mount. But now look, once I'm in mount, you want to be mounted. I'm the I'm the mounted oh, guy.
3: You're the mounter. He's yes. the mountee. Yeah. Yes. He's
2: Canadian. So now no, look. He's Canadian. See, now well, he course. can't even think of attacking anything. Look at my pelvis is glued. And that's yeah. why you throw the strikes. Of course. And then once somebody gives the back, you flatten out. Even if he's defending. It's hard to choke him. See how he's covering his neck? Why are you hitting his face though? He can't defend no, himself. Look. Well, look, a tomahawk's going to end this whole thing. You're going to uh, yeah. Now, why look, you keep hitting him? Let him get up. Well, you know, this is what, what I'm are saying. are you doing? When you got a p- dominant position, that's the one to end it. You have such leverage. Why were
3: you hitting his face? To work him over. Yeah, you could have choked him too. A couple times you went for his neck. Yeah.
2: Well, he was making it harder to choke. But in these dominant positions, he literally just that's why when chin. guys are doing jiu-jitsu, it's okay to do certain um, have different certain strategies for submission grappling where there's no points. Uh, when you're mounted and whatnot, if there's no time limits, I'm talking about these submission grappling tournaments. But keep in mind, you don't want someone mounted on you. You want to achieve that. Mount. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. That's where you that in a real situation just opens up everything. Do you think Verdum is
3: concerned with being mounted?
2: Gonna, Verdum is going. to would be out of mount before you could say you're mounted. Really? Yes, and then and and if he's mounted on somebody, the guy's it, it's. There's certain guys that have that mounts. I'll tell you guys a phenomenal mounts. That Eljo Sterling does he? Holy fuck! <laughs> I'm like, dude, you know Black Spider Man. He does some shit. He's great. He's really. There's so much more that that, that kid has. To Who's show. the best
3: fighter off their back you ever saw? Oh, I,
2: oh the, um, there's so many. There's so many. Well, men. just
3: one that you fought that was like fucking really dangerous on the back. That that I fought you, said? or that you've
2: seen fight? Uh, well, I, honestly, Verdoom is one of the the, oh, the yeah. best I've seen. I mean. Who, that guy doesn't care about being on his back at all. That's why he's a tough matchup for certain guys. That's why him versus Kane was such a tough matchup for Kane, because Kane burned guys. out. I'd like to see it if Kane wasn't getting tired, because it's a very because Kane would always get guys down, just work them over, even guys who are jiu-jitsu guys. But
3: you can't do that to a guy like Verdum.
2: I, I stressed that.
3: Before. You can't work you can't work him over on the ground. No, no,
2: I, I don't. If well, unless you have uh, jiu-jitsu that's up on the par with his. Uh, that did Verdum
3: and Miro ever fight.
2: Did for Verd- no? No, I'm gonna say no. No, I don't think so.
3: Is that a matchup you'd like to see? I mean, they're yeah, both older. Uh, I mean, I mean, Frank yeah, is. Probably- I'd
2: say Verdum has him. I'd say I say Frank Mir has very good jiu jitsu, where he latches onto some things. He's break. He's showing they could take limbs. A sure, more. but I feel Verdum would be the the more uh, talented jiu jitsu. Who do you think is
3: sure. better in the heavyweight division, jiu jitsu wise? But who's that? Then then Verdum. In the, in, on jiu-jitsu, yeah, as nope, a heavyweight. As a heavyweight, nobody. Yeah. I think Have you are, ever seen a heavyweight that was better or as good, uh, or
2: a, a heavy, good matchup uh, for him? Heavy, I mean, you've seen him fight. It's weird watching him fight Minotaur because Minotaur is actually not in his prime now. You know? sure? But he's tried like you know Minotaro tries certain things on on certain guys that will look beautiful, like in Pride, like he will do like he'll go right to half guard and get on do an easy reversal to like a Mark Coleman, like wrestlers like that. But he, you've seen him try a similar. Reversal on Verdoom, and he's just floating over him, hammer fisting him, and because he's so used to just keeping positioning that's something he's worked a million times. Where guy like Mark Coleman's just like a big table. You take away a leg of that table, it's gonna fall. You know what I mean?
3: But Verdoom is not.
2: Verdoom is a monster on the floor. Who oh, And he's fighting Vulcan soon. A couple yes, of weeks. Uh, uh, Alexander Volkov.
0: Yeah. In, what the fuck uh, did I say? Vulcan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Watch out for that neck pinch. Volkov. Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. The Volkov. Bobby called me yesterday. He wants me to do a show, Jimmy.
3: Oh yeah, he told me.
2: Yeah. But it's 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 when I'm coming back from when I'm going away, hanging out with Dean Thomas. And uh, it's on that Monday. We'll talk over there.
3: Let's take a break, everybody. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our good friends at Rocket Mortgage by quicken loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family, obviously. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan, and it's such an intimidating process for all of us. Look, this is really simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details.
1: What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. don't forget to
4: Pull up. Up.
1: subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows
3: alright it is actually snowing really hard we gotta get Sergio Pettis on the phone what? I mean uh, Joseph Benavidez we were just talking about uh, yes. who's uh, Joe fighting
2: Sergio,
0: By the way, Chris, your
3: knockout artist, uh, what was your thing, your draft idea? It's a great idea.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I figured we didn't have any fights coming up this weekend. They're, they're next weekend. So I, I put together a list of, you know, maybe the top 40 Wait, or whatever. So, uh, and, so what do we do? Well, the plan was going to be that we would kind of go back and forth. Maybe we would draft a
2: team. What do you three mean drafting four. a team? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I'm, Jimmy doesn't. Jimmy, I don't think you like this idea, Jimmy. Jimmy, get away! From, Jimmy is getting nuts right now. So like, <laughs> he hates it. So you know, like Rumble Johnson
0: is Jimmy. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, get away! I'm blessing uh, Like Anthony Rumble Johnson, for example, is a sure. Oh, Rumble, powerful yeah. Powerful knockout artist. <laughs> he certainly. Is. Maybe you would select him first overall. He's you the Terminator. He's not stopping. <laughs> then you compare. Jimmy, your he's teams, not stopping. And we all and compare. You compare teams, yeah. <laughs>
2: Jimmy, I don't think I'm he not likes. To compare it. Our not again! You don't like dicks outside to get Here's Here's right now and it's
3: freezing. <laughs> Chris, I
2: don't, I, don't, I don't think he. I don't think Jimmy likes the idea. I'm confused by it though. Yeah, say you, it again now. Now that we're not fucking. Now that we're not Just yeah. right.
0: say l- l- Literally, all i all I was suggesting was that we would have this. You know, I have a list of fighters together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: It, <laughs> did,
2: it, didn't no, ahead, a, it
0: didn't take a long time to put the list no, together. Was, it just, just, just seriously though. Down.
2: But what does? What's do a you, long list? What do you? What is the premise? What are we doing? The, the idea being, <laughs> 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 hey, we're done. No, no, guy, guy, we're done.
3: We're not we're, done. No, no done. I'm we're done. done. I'm Look done. at me. No. Come on, I'm done. Come on, we're having a fantasy draft. We can all pretend we're fighting. Shut up. Just to have a conversation about knockout artists. All right, cool. Boy, that's a lot of knockout artists. Oh, All right, good. Shit. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, what else is in the news? <laughs> Nothing, and we'll, I'm calling Joseph well, Let's minute. get back to the draft. All right, cool. Let's talk to Joseph. <laughs> let's ask him. I know what I'll say. Joseph, uh, who are you going to pick? <laughs> All right, no, I won't say that, actually. <laughs> <I'm> fucking crying. <laughs> oh, that idea he was awful. It. He had it up to here. Yeah. And he's
2: not, Chris, the producer, is not taking our shit anymore. <laughs> He had enough of your fucking hijinks. Yeah. Good for you, Chris, the producer. This was your superhero moment. Zabit,
3: uh, Magamash Ripoff is fighting <laughs> Kyle, uh, Bokniak. Is that Bok- Bokniak or Bokniak? <laughs> uh, that, that's been announced. Oh, the Featherweight fight, UFC 223. That's a great fight. Oh, we got it. Wow. Picked up on the first ring. Joseph Benavides. Hello, What's sir. Going? Can you believe it? Hey, buddy. You're talking to Jim and Matt. How are you doing?
6: What's up, Jim and Matt? How are you guys doing? What's up uh, Joseph we're just
3: mocking our producer because he had an idea like there's no fights this weekend so we'll always just pick, yeah. the, pick the fights so he wanted us to pick like fantasy knockout artist teams and, and have like some kind of a knockout artist off <laughs> it's the fucking worst uh, idea I've ever heard
2: he just got booed out of the fucking studio
6: Joe <laughs> sounds really uh intricate and confusing it really confusing. is
3: we didn't know what happened because we know how many knockouts they have. What do we do? Yeah, the, yeah, exactly.
6: You just pick the yeah.
2: Good, the producer.
0: I, all, all I was gonna say is that. And by the way, I appreciate that Joe said intricate. I like. Yeah, yeah. I he, like he's that a good guy. The, the the point being, obviously, the total number is not really the point. It was just to put them in some kind of. Oh, order. I see. But like, somebody <laughs> like a <laughs>
3: terrible idea? <laughs> uh, forget it. <laughs> all right, so I, you're Sounds doing like too much thinking. It is too much thinking. Where are you right now?
6: Uh, I just got done doing some kickboxing practice here in Las Vegas at Extreme Couture. Headed over to the UFC Performance Institute now, just three blocks away, so it's very convenient for me here. And uh, going to go down there and do strength and conditioning.
3: Yeah. What is it about the Performance uh, Institute that everybody loves? Because uh, Uriah Hall goes there a lot, and it seems like a lot of fight. Is it just because it's, it's got everything you need in it, or is the equipment just better?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's just world class. You know, you can. Um, they take care of you. You know, things that we were never um, privileged to. You know, pretty much our whole careers as UFC fighters. You know, a lot of guys look, you know, garages, this, that. You know, not necessarily, you know, being world class athletes, but not with world class facilities, I guess. And this is, you know, world class facilities. They got world class team around us, as far as physical therapy, nutritionists, and um, strength and conditioning coaches. Um, And they take care of everything for us. I mean, you get done with a practice and. You're even just the slightest bit sore on your neck. You can go and get it rubbed out or anything like that as far to me, who has the first surgical rehab in there for my oh. ATL. So, yeah, they take care of everything on top of that. You can get three meals a day for free, which that's a giant uh, portion of our cost. Is your you know, food, sure. And staying and conditioning. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's just an amazing facility. There's a whole recovery area, you know, hot, hot tub, cold plunge, spa, steam room, cryotherapy, So the recovery is super important you know nowadays when you're training so hard you know like our sports just really coming around to that and realizing you know training smarter is the way to do it um as far as specialized training you know you can you you can have your own team and coaches you know there's a cage that records everything from you from eight angles if you want to spar in there um giant bag mat and area and area so um yeah it's just uh it's good times and on top of that, just great energy around there. You're in there with, you know, it's kind of like Team UFC. Everyone's in there. Sure. Everyone has their same goals and everything. And um, you know, you meet a ton of fighters and you're inspired. You know, seeing them working out right next to you, and it's all it's like a nice, friendly um, not competition, but you know, everyone's on the same goal and on the same. Uh, same wavelength well, there. you're
3: you're enjoying the perks of being a professional fighter, like you know, like you said, a lot of times you're you're buying your own food on the road, or you're training in a, like a facility that doesn't have everything. But meanwhile, you're you're a professional fighter, and so it almost makes you feel like, wow, I really am a professional fighter. I'm getting treated <laughs> like one.
1: Yeah,
6: exactly, exactly what I meant. Like you know, we're world class athletes. Sure. And Now we're you know having a world class facility, world class um, perks, and everything. Are there beds that, there um,
3: to go along with it? Are there beds there? Um, for-
6: So actually, there's not like overnight beds, but there's actually, so people in between practices, you know, two hours or whatever, you'd rather sit there than drive home. We actually have something called nap pods. They have that shit at Google. Yeah, and they're like little circles that you take naps in it like rocks you to bed and, and back awake. So it's like supposed to be just the most peaceful sleep. On top of that, there's like a big couch and recliner and video games and DVDs and stuff. So there's yeah definitely a place to to <laughs> hang out um, in between training. What's
3: a nap pod look like? Is it private? Is it is it is it open on one side? It looks like something you see in a spaceship, basically.
6: <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's just covered. It's like a little sphere. Like you like you lay in a little ball and your legs are just coming out, and it's just completely dark. And I believe it plays music and like rock. And then the pod rocks like rocks you awake instead of just like waking you up with a buzzing sound pretty pretty crazy
2: is it sad that when i now i'm telling you with oh, all wow. the stuff they have there i just want to i might just pop in and take a fucking nap is
4: that, is that bad Dude, you might have <laughs> to
2: i might it's just stop into that, that thing looks excellent
6: before. i'm I a napper tell you anything
2: are you a big nap guy or no do you nap
6: yeah I, I like me a good nap um but i'm a i'm a big just sleeper in general Sometimes, yeah. I don't get my, sometimes I don't get my nap in, which I like to. But sometimes during the day, my mind is so stimulated, you know. Um, but I'm a big sleeper. And that's probably why if I don't nap, I can sleep for like 12 hours if I need to, 10, 12, like pretty easily.
3: How many hours a night do you get where you, have to, you need to feel good? At least eight?
6: Oh, yeah. If I don't get eight, I'm a wreck. Yeah. Wow. You a coffee yeah, guy? So.
3: An
2: espresso
4: guy or
6: anything? Oh, big time. I'm all about the coffee. But, like, I love coffee, every kind of it, make my own, you know, got to, like, I have one corner in my house is just dedicated to coffee, espresso machine, French press, grinder, everything, but I still only really drink one a day, um, so I don't rely on it through the midday, but I wake up, get my coffee in the morning, nice, strong cup, and then for the rest of the day, you know, I rely on just my energy nutrition and stuff yeah you know, i wind up drinking dependent on it.
3: two giant starbucks cold brews a day the fact that Ooh. i'm not shitting my pants at the moment is a miracle it, it <laughs> yeah. fucking ruins me uh i, I can't <laughs> keep doing it i just can't keep doing it
6: yeah it's tough maybe switch to a little green tea or something i don't know no it hurts my stomach green good. tea green oh, tea hurts my it.
3: stomach yeah i can't do it
6: yeah Fucking yeah, green tea. I'll, it's, I'll
3: it's throw good. that on the
2: floor. know, uh, Joseph, it's been almost a year since you fought. Now, is that the longest between fights for you? I know you're getting over the whole ACL injury.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my fight has actually been over a year, oh. and I'm coming up. I'm coming up because I fought last December. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was my last fight, and then I was training for a fight in June, and that's when I got injured in May. So I'm coming up on my on a year from my surgery. So about ten months pre-surgery, and it'll be thirteen months um, post-surgery till I fight. Yeah, so thirteen months from surgery to fight, and about and about sixteen months. No, yeah, six. No, eighteen months, and about eighteen months fight to fight. Yeah, crazy now, longest layoff ever. First injury, first anything really for me. So it's a whole new experience.
2: Now, uh, well rested, healthy. How we
6: feeling? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like honestly. The best way I can say is, like, you know, you never want to get injured, of course. Like, that's just not what you do. But um, in the scheme of things, 12 years of professional fighting and having to sit out, you know, 9, 10 months for an injury um, is not that bad. And I just think, um, not that there's ever a good time to get injured, but if I had to take that time, I feel it was a good time. You know, the division, I was kind of like a purgatory. Not that much has happened since. But it's good just to get away from it. And Also, it's like, yes, I love fighting. Like, that's why I chose this career, and I feel lucky every day. But whenever you're fighting every day and doing kind of the same thing, no matter how much you love it, for 12 years every day, day sure. in, day out, it kind of just becomes like what you do, even though you are feel lucky to do it. It's just still like you're just doing it every day. You don't stop and think about, you know, the first days of, like, how lucky you are to be doing it. But – with my ACL injury, that's how I came back feeling, you know, a little more excited. And you guys know, like, once you stop having fun doing it, you know, you start to lose a lot of focus and a lot of motivation and stuff. Where when you love what you're doing, you feel lucky every day and you're excited. It helps every little aspect of fighting. So, you know, I come into practice focused and excited to get in and not just like, hey, this is what I do every day for 12 years. So having it kind of like ripped away from me for these 10 months. Made you appreciate like, really, it. Yes, yes, has really changed my perspective. It's one of on those.
3: Things. It's an interesting point too because it's one of those things where, like, say you would have went to like you know eighteen year old Joe and said you're going to bitch about this one day, like whatever it is, you'd probably be like, no, I never would have complained. Like you, when you look at how far you come in your career, and you're like, wow, the things I complain about or that I take for granted are things I begged the universe for, and now they just become annoying and old. So once in a while, when you think it's going to be taken away, I guess maybe that does kind of make you like, wow, I'm fucking lucky to be doing this.
6: Yeah, exactly. And I, I have to do that every day. Like, you know, that's, some, that's, that's a little bit of what I try to do, like, day to day. All right, like, I'm lucky to be doing this. Like, like Matt, Sarah, you probably know, like, even like a, like a simple thing, like signing autographs for an hour or something, you're kind of like, man, like, when's this going to end or something or, yeah. you know, I'm tired or whatever. But then I always just slap myself and be like, dude, all these people, like, you know, care about, like, my signature and are waiting for me and supporting me. Like, it's pretty crazy. So, like, I always have times like that, and now that's just been even more clear. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I make it clear every every few weeks and stuff with, you know, just to sit down and, and kind of, uh like, get a perspective and stuff. My wife helps me a ton with it. Yeah, You know, I'll be like, oh, I'm tired, or something. She'll be like, yeah, you had to train all day, and now you can take off because you're tired. Like, yeah. you know, we're so lucky and stuff, and I always, you know— um, she just helps me a ton with that, so <laughs> this has just really made that picture even more clear. You know what I mean? Like nine months of that, and actually having it taken away—not a least. <laughs> Do uh,
2: we got you still?
6: Hello. Is- <laughs> oh, wait, is he
2: is. Oh, he's going. Th- you going Uh-oh. through a tunnel? Are you there?
6: Yeah no no it actually got in my car and then it like hooks
2: up to Bluetooth all nah, weird. I know I hate when I like when yeah. that happens though. I like when it's on the Bluetooth. Uh, you know something yeah,
5: Bluetooth some, is nice.
2: It is. Yeah. It, it, sometimes mentally it just it just re the enthusiasm, man. I hear you, and it's nice you have a nice name to fight, man. Sergio Pettis. You know yeah. he, he's he's, oh, yeah. he's he's quite the young stud, man. I know he had a tough time in his last go, but he was st- it's still he's competitive and he's he's a well-rounded dude, man. With a nice name.
6: Yeah, it's really tough, and you know, I was glad to come back to a top five opponent to kind of go back right to the top. You know, I didn't know really what you know they were expecting out of me after sixteen months off and such a long layoff. I didn't really expect that, but I I, I wanted to you know go in and fight right where I was, right where I left off. So thankfully, they went up, uh, they went up to the very top of the rankings and went through guys that I hadn't fought or didn't have a fight. And Sergio Pettis was the first one. And uh, he took the fight, and I was really, I was really happy about, uh, happy about it. Um, he's a stud, for sure. I have a ton of respect for him and his team and what he does. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a great matchup.
2: Do you watch a ton of footage on your guys? Are you one of those guys? Do you watch a lot of their fights getting ready?
6: I wouldn't say a ton, but I watch enough to get a general, you know, a general feeling and some general tendencies and stuff, but. For me, it's it's one of those things I leave it to coaches and, and even training partners to mimic. That way I'm, like, unconsciously getting better at fighting them instead of, like, you know, you can obsess over something too much and then it leaves more room for error. Like, you know when you don't train for a while and you go in and you're very open-minded because you're just, like, excited to train, you train really good. But then you start thinking, oh, the guy I'm fighting, I need to not get taken down or taken down. You focus on things and then, therefore, you can, like, kind of, like, or not at them, at a certain style. So I just like looked at tendencies of my opponent and kind of like, you know, get a an idea of how I want to fight him, and then kind of leave the training and the combos and and stuff that are going to work up to my coaches and, that, and training partners. Mimic.
3: Now, obviously, you want to get back to a title shot, uh, of course. What, uh, we, we all let's talk about a DJ and uh, a TJ super fight. What are your feelings on that? Because it's been talked about, it looks like it's going to happen.
6: Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's really good for the division. I mean, like, look at our division. I mean, even Demetrius being, you know, called the best ever is still not, there's no real mystique or anything around it. I mean, it, I don't know what TJ's plan would be as far as, like, staying down or just going back up. I mean, I think that would be really tough. Um, win or lose. But, um, yeah, I think, I think anything for our division right now is good. You know, anything besides what's been happening. I mean, like, think about it. We have the best fighter ever, and still it seems like no one really cares. So any little thing to get us, um, to get us a little more attention and make these fights good and bring attention and for people to realize, wow, these are, you know, some of the most skilled fighters in, in the game – Um, I think is a good thing.
3: What do you think it is that doesn't have people as excited about the flyweight division? Because you're right, you do have such an amazing champion there.
6: Um, I think it's a lot of it. Um, You know, DJ, who's a champion, the best ever, sometimes, like, you guys know, like, skills is not enough. And DJ is not one to talk or be brash or, you know, have some eccentric personality or something. You know, he just goes in and gets the job done. And you would think people would relate to that more and love him like, oh, this guy's just like me, but he's the one, the best, most skilled fighter in the world. But it's kind of opposite. You know, they they want a little bit more from someone fighting from an entertainer standpoint. You know what I mean? Sure. So I think that's a lot of it. And not to mention, um, I think it can be fun when there's a dominant champion, but in our case, um, the dominant champion, you know, also isn't, for whatever reason, related to a ton. So it doesn't help that, you know, the guy that they already maybe don't, you know, relate to a ton is beating everybody else. So those guys are, so that's kind of hard too, Is just the dominance he's had, you know, it's been really a standstill since the division started. There's been one champion and uh, man, you know, sad, crazy enough, like I, I always just like blame myself for that, you know, because I don't know when the, tournament started and everything i feel i mean i've had two chances to really change something and mix it up and phil i was definitely capable of it and really just didn't execute it so i'm always like it's not dj's fault it's like all our fault you sure. know <laughs> for not challenging him and and doing anything else because he's doing his job you know what i mean he's doing his job he's winning every fight he's winning it you know impressively and you know it's all our faults for not you know really doing something about it so um that's a lot of it, but it's hard, you know. It's, it's hard to know what other people want, and this is a sport where you have to do what's good for yourself, and you have to act like yourself. You have to fight for yourself, and you have to stay true to yourself, you know. And, um, you know, I respect him for doing that, and I think, you know, people will realize soon enough, like, and even in boxing, I mean, the best divisions used to be the heavyweight divisions, and now, you know, it's the light divisions that get all the, you know, all the super fights and, you realize they're the most skilled, you know, well-rounded fighters. So I don't know what it's going to take, but also our division is pretty new. You know, if you think about like a 205 or something, they've had champions over champions, classic champions. They have like legends that have already, um, competed in their division. Where for us, we have, uh, you know, just one generation. Um, so I think that's going to help a lot too is just time, like anything, you know, you, uh, like the UFC is so new, but every other weight class has been in it the whole time. That's you know, true. Our division is fairly
2: new still. Yeah, I was gonna tell you to put your seatbelt on. That fucking <laughs> thing was beeping the whole time.
6: <laughs>
3: well, no, make I sure got you gotta be careful, Joseph,
2: when you're driving. I'm <laughs> I just parked. I don't
6: know what happened. <laughs> I'll
2: tell you. Ever since we're talking about like things could change fight to fight though with uh, the whole excitement for the uh, division. I, all I think about with DJ now. Is uh, that that takedown to arm lock when he underhooked that arm lock on his last fight? Do you remember that fucking thing? Of
1: course, yeah. What a highlight that that was!
2: was That was one. That was so beautiful, man. I love that thing. That stuff like that, it was. It just makes me so happy when I see such a well-executed technique. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was madness, you know. And
6: like even that, it's like people don't realize. Like someone like you um, realizes the magnificence of that. You know what Uh. I mean? And people thought it was a great highlight, but they don't realize, like, there's other people just aren't capable of doing something nah, like nah. that. You know, it's so, supposed like, yeah. You're only going to see in the division. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really, that was amazing. And, um, you know, the guy keeps doing amazing things. And, like I said, it, it's just a lot of time, too. I think once there's generations of champions and stuff, you know, that's going to definitely help because the 205 division is so cool because, oh, like, John Jones is. Definitely one of the best ever, but he beat all these former champions and stuff. Yeah. you know because the division has been around that long. Well, with our division, we've had one champion. Like eventually, there's going to be a guy that you know has beat champions and is you know won in generations. But it's just it's just so new still. So that's a lot of it too. Is just the newness to the fans and and, and really, there's not like a a history or legacy there yet because it's so new with one champion.
2: Do you feel John Jones's legacy is tainted now with these this conviction of the, uh, you know, with the, well, yeah, with with, with, all, with all the stuff that's happening? Because happened. he's been so dominant, but he's also yeah. guilty. I mean, does that does that affect it? Is it like that guy was such a badass, or would he be the same badass if he wasn't, you know, supposedly, you know, cheating?
4: Right?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird hard for it not to just not necessarily from a performance um, spot because. It's hard to be like, oh, you know, if he cheated, which most people will be like, all right. Like, for me, I'm like, I don't know that he did for sure. Like, there's no, like, hey, this is what he did. Like, someone caught him. I don't know, right? But it's hard to it's hard to still look at his skill and doubt it in any way. You know what I mean? So yeah, you can true. never look at his talent and doubt it in any way. You can't say, oh, well, that helped him find this head kick or do this spinning elbow. Like, There's no doubt that he is an amazing fire and athlete. So that's never going to be tarnished. People are always going to think he's done some of the most impressive things inside the octagon. But I just think his character and his name um, take a beating more than anything. Like, no one can deny his skill, but, you know, he starts to lose, you know, credibility, his name, his character and everything. And, you know, that's what's really hard about it because, you know, he's the only one that knows what happened you know yeah. obviously there's all sorts of things that have happened to him so it's just one of those things you know it's it's hard like you know we look at him if, if you look at him as a good fighter you know you look at him as an amazing fighter but you know like we were talking earlier there's so much more that goes along in this sport um yeah. with him so you can never really tarnish what he's done skill wise so, and, um, and if
4: people
2: but, uh, yeah i was going to say if people do like say ah oh, well like you're making a good point with the skill yeah. because there's guys that were just 100% like in pride back in the day. There's guys that are known as legends and this and that. But you know they were they were 100% juicing. There's no way you tell me they're not juicing. And it wasn't even frowned upon over there. It's weird. But that was the sport MMA. But it was a different time. But these guys are now legends. And all those motherfuckers were cheating. Most of them. I don't know. I, I, I know they were fucking cheating. and But, you know, it's weird, man. So now that everything's cleaned up, you know, with, with USADA and everything... I mean, I wonder how many guys' careers would be different because there's guys still competing. That look, I mean, is it because it's the wear and tear? Is he listening? Joe's not. I'm talking to you, Jimmy, and you, Christopher. uh, Now I lost my thought. Joe, are you with us? I am with you. What's up? I know. I lost my. Because you're talking to Joe, I'm not yelling at you. You know you're my buddy. But because you're talking to somebody, I feel you're not interested. Now I lost my point.
3: I'm very
2: interested. Joseph,
3: I'm not... Honestly, Joe, you to didn't miss much. You didn't listen to me. I was rambling. <laughs> you you might have saved... You saved the whole... <laughs> Absolutely. You just helped our fucking ratings on iTunes.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, Joseph, listen. On that note... Good luck, I'll, man. I'm looking forward to seeing your fight with Sergio Pettis. Give yeah, this is a great fight.
3: uh UFC 225. It's Saturday, June 9th from Chicago, 10 o'clock. Are tickets on sale? I
2: don't believe they're on sale yet.
0: Friday, April 13th. Goes oh, on sale okay. To the Plenty of time. All yeah.
3: right. Well, we'll talk to you again, Joe. Good luck, all right? Take care, yeah, Joe. Always a pleasure. Okay, buddy. Take Thanks, care. Thanks, guys. Let's,
2: let, let, let's be honest. He didn't give a fuck what the fuck I was babbling about. Him and everybody else. I, I even lost. I was starting to make a good point no, about something. Yeah. You know, I was getting to something. Sure. And then I hear all of a sudden him talking to somebody. And I'm like,
0: you were saying something about pride, but then he... Well, I was yeah. saying,
2: no, there's people now that are competing, and I'm not throwing... I don't want to throw names out there. I don't want to disrespect them because I don't even know for sure. They're not looking like themselves.
4: Right. Since and and it's, that,
2: a, yeah. it's out there. People know what they Watch some fights recently. You know what I mean? There's some guys that are losing that just do not look, and sometimes they were like known as the greatest ever and shit. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Listen, now everybody's fighting's getting all paranoid. Be like, that motherfucker talking about me? No, but there's guys out there not looking the same ever since USADA got in. And that's a good thing. Because fuck the cheaters, man. I was in there. Five, six up to people's fucking sure, little fella. No, I, why want not I cheat, Jimmy? People talk about me on TRT now. Yes, I am on TRT now. But I'm also retired. Absolutely. You know what I mean, Jimmy? Of course you are. If somebody attacks me, dude, I'll go, I'll go B-Rabbit eight mile on them. Yes, I'm chubby. Yes, I'm fucking over 40. <laughs> yeah, I'm on TRT. <laughs> Once in a while, I'll take a, a, a cock pill to make things exciting. More so exciting. I.
3: When I take the subway, I take one.
2: I Just in case somebody no, bumps up you against you. You didn't have to add that. Matt, did you
0: ever disgusting. have an offer to fight? Not an offer or an opportunity to go what? fight in pride or something? Or? Yes,
2: man. Yeah. That, when I first was going to fight, I uh, at, at twenty five years old. Right before I got into the UFC, I went over to Pride. Yep. The fight in Pride versus Joe Hill de Oliveira, Brazilian ah. uh, a Brazilian who's a Lucha livre fighter. Right. And I went over there with Henzo. We were about. I was warming up backstage. This is this is a, I probably I don't even know if I talked about this before. Right before I walked out, Jimmy yeah. Mark Kerr runs over to us. Mark Kerr was a known fighter back in the day, a former heavyweight UFC champion. Um, heavyweight, huge guy, but with a very kind of a feminine voice. <laughs> so uh-huh. he's a big guy uh-huh. running over to me and Enzo. He goes, so I'm waiting to go out, right? A little Japanese lady, before I walked out, she goes, be- before you, I was going to be the second guy to walk out. Before you go to ramp, there's ramps. Watch out for, don't go past the X because that's the, uh, the fireworks, Jim. Yes. So I understood what the fuck she's talking about. Maybe there was a language problem with the Portuguese, the Japanese. I don't know what was going on. That dude, they, I'm waiting to go out, the music's going, we're waiting, we're waiting. And all of a sudden, a lady comes up, she goes, oh no, he, he burnt his hand. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. So I'm like, am I fighting still? Then Mark Kerr runs over, and he runs over to Henzo. Like, Henzo's some doctor. Henzo, Henzo, it's horrible. He's He's got lit up, and he's, got, he's on fire. And so the guy, Jesus, he went up, and, and he was walking out to go fight me, and he stood on top of where the pyrotechnics come out, uh, so he got fucking forty five percent of his body got fucking burnt. Wow, yeah, man. So uh, wait, uh, he was standing. That was right. my debut in Pride. Wait, oh, wait he no. was standing right he on. on top? They showed us footage of it. Yo, look for yeah, it on there, me, dude.
3: I know we're just lollygagging around, staring at meth. Hey, yeah,
2: man, look on that thing, Joe Hill, J O H I L. Try that. I don't know. I'm probably killing it, but burnt at Pride, uh, or something or, or getting however you want to word it, yeah. but uh. That was gonna be my debut, you know what I mean, and then he got burnt. So I fucking there was footage of it somewhere. So I ended up not fighting. So I go, Jimmy, I'm in shape. I went to Japan, and I'll tell you during that trip, Hensel did a seminar, Jimmy. And uh this is more. There's more than one time in my life. I'm sorry, we're gonna. I like the like reminisce, yeah, of course. Uh, I, I was like the only American in the whole room. Like, you know what I mean? Like I in Brazil, there's times I was over at Crazy Baja being the only American on the mat. Then now in, in Japan, I went to go fight. I didn't fight. I was in shape. Hensel did a seminar. And I ju- and at the end I rolled with every single person in that seminar. And it was ro- not rolling for three minutes or something. It's rolled for submission. So I had this and there was some shooto fighters in there. It was a different time. Were they
3: then. nice to you as an American? Or they- yeah, they were cool, but they wanted to do
2: well with me. But I had to submit everybody in that room. And, Hensel, and I was upset if I didn't do it quick enough, you know, but uh, that's unheard. I thought you don't do that now. I mean, maybe some guys do. I've like, done that. You know, fucking My karate. It was a different time back then. The jiu-jitsu wasn't a shop, and I was fucking living on the mat. It was back in 2000, you sure. know. So then I didn't know what to do, Jimmy, because I was in shape. Chris, the producer, You're I was in, in shape, shape for this thing, and I did not get the fight. Right. Yeah, well, now I'm around shape. But that has nothing to do with anything. So, back, so, so I didn't get the fight. My guy got burnt up. I go, Henzo, I'm going to go into an eight-man tournament. Uh, it's a grappling tournament in Indiana at a hook and shoot. And the winner, it's called the Abu Dhabi Qualifier. And the winner of that thing, out of eight guys, only one guy could go over to the Middle East, to compete in the uh, Abu Dhabi Championships. Jimmy, I did. I did a road trip. My buddy Sean Williams, Chad LeBron, and Paul Creighton. Fucking all black belts now, all studs. Uh, so we went, drove down, road trip. I went, took three limbs. Went to Abu Dhabi! The rest is it No, stop it! Stop it right now! Yeah, I know. I know I did well in the Middle East. I know I did. I did some fought some legends. Anyway. So you're I saying mean,
0: this guy getting set on fire is the best. By thing him ever getting happened to, set right? on
2: I would have had a career in pride. Right And uh, who knows how that would have went. Wow, man. yes. I mean, isn't that a weird thing? Thanks for bringing that up. I like to reminisce about myself. Just sure, yeah, that doesn't but seem like
0: the video of him getting set up. Whatever, there was but... one. I seen it somewhere. But
2: yeah. anyway, if that guy did not get burned, I might have had a different, different route. I might have been a pride fighter. But I'm happy to be wow. a UFC fighter because, hey, where's the fucking pride podcast, huh? Absolutely. I wouldn't be. <laughs> I'm with you. All right, guys. What else do we got, gentlemen? Anything That's else? It. No. I really. had a great
3: time. Me too. I
2: really enjoyed that call from my buddy Dean Thomas. Also, listen, Joseph over, was, was great
3: fun. over the weekend. He didn't listen to me though. We will get our. Uh, we're going to do our fantasy picks, <laughs> and we're going to have our knockout teams.
2: Can you just? I don't. We don't have to spend time on it right now. But, but uh, I, we, the, the gist of it, really quick. Yeah. I'm not, nobody's touching anything. What the fuck are you talking? About? How I, we would just pick a bunch are of Are you money. really not going to hit I'm the not, I'm, I'm not. doing it again. I'm almost like my hands up behind my head.
0: The idea would be, like, Rumble Johnson's a scary... Don't do it.
2: Don't do it. All right, <laughs> guys. You got something to play. You got something to plug. We're getting the fuck out of Dodge. No, no, I want to
3: hear. Rumble Johnson is scary. Oh,
2: yeah. And listen, man. About my picks, Jimmy... For this drafting Sure Let me tell you man I
3: can't wait to get involved Yeah with no this I thing. can't wait uh-huh. <laughs> Alright listen
0: yeah, my, my fantasy team of uh, hosts Would be Joe Rogan and John Ennick
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough
2: Way to hurt our feelings It's bad Next week guys Um, Lou the producer will be
3: <laughs> He certainly will That's right. You better not be kicking the golden geese No watch All it right. be Chris and Lou doing the show They're tired of us Hey, listen, uh, I'm going to be in uh, Connecticut at Foxwoods the, tw- the 16th. I'm going to be in the DC Improv uh, March 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. So, uh, listen, we'll be back on Monday.
2: Yes, Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday, sorry.
3: Yes. Uh, what do I know? I'm just a boy. Uh, I'm just a boy. <laughs> See you then. Monday, Tuesday,
2: happy days on you know, on UFC Unfiltered. Bye, everybody.